This podcast is brought to you by Blackout Loud Media Group. We have everything from news, tech, spoken word, comedy, and all talks of live fire cooking. We cover everything across the spectrum so you don't have to go anyplace else. Check out all of our shows, share, like, and subscribe. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. up everybody this is charlie maverick i am the owner and pit master at maverick barbecue if you are in the atlanta area and you need an event catered and you love barbecue hit me up www.maverickbbq.com that is m-a-v-e-r-i-c-b-b-q.com So why are we here? Well, I have to be that type of person today to retract a series of statements that I said about the Batman movie, and I am man enough to do it, to sit here and say I was wrong. (laughs) So let me tell you about the first time, or the first few times, my wife and I tried to watch this movie, and why I kept saying I didn't like this movie, and it it was my least favorite movie of 2022. So we got a new TV. We specifically got it for Stranger Things. And it just happened at the right time that Batman, the Batman, was debuting on HBO Max. So we sat down, got the popcorn, plugged in everything, got the Atmos speakers fired up. And we didn't make it through the first 15 minutes. (laughs) So I'm like, what is wrong with this movie? Did they overhype it? Uh, maybe it's because they have a new actor that's playing Batman. I didn't like Twilight, so I already have this this first impression cycling through my system. I'm probably not gonna like it, you know. And then found out that you know who is playing the Penguin, and I do not like Colin Farrell. Everybody knows that. I give exceptions to that rule sometimes, but whatever. I had a podcast with K. Ron Brown. I had a podcast with other people. And most recently with Sebastian from the Pro Nerd Report podcast. And I put that movie as my least favorite movie of this year. Well, lo and behold, gave it another chance. Why did I give it another chance? Because I kept hearing this response that, hey, this movie is dope and the reasons why, but I was like, I didn't see it. So to be fair, because I love comic book movies, I'm not the type of person to give up on a comic book movie just because I didn't like it the first couple of times i only made it through the first 15 minutes the first couple of times but let me tell you we sat down 
you turn it on, watched on HBO Max again, had the atmosphere, uh, atmos speakers firing off, and I must say, goddamn, that was a good movie. <laughs> All right, so let me tell you my mindset going into it. So I'm like, let me see, let me really give this a chance. It's about a three-hour movie, so I'm like, let me dedicate this time to really give it a chance. The first time I think we tried to watch it in one sitting. That wasn't the greatest idea because I think it was like towards mm, 11 o'clock at night or something like that. Now, it's common for us to try to watch movies that late, but if it doesn't hold your attention, like constant action and, you know, things to kind of make you laugh here and there and keep you engaged, I might fall asleep or I might just be like, I want to find something else to watch right now. I'm pretty sure that's what happened the first time. Going in this time, I knew exactly what to expect because of all the conversations I had around this movie. So I wanted to give it a fair shake. My wife and I sat down like we're going to do it. Now, we didn't watch all of it in one sitting. We split it about 50-50. Had a good stopping point halfway and then picked it up the next day and finished it off. I think that was the right thing to do. So, what was different about this time around? I don't know if it was me or if it was the sound that they changed from HBO Max. I got the same TV, same speakers. But I can hear more of the dialogue. I can hear those low-volumed conversations that were happening when they were doing their detective work and trying to track down clues and all this, figure out what the Riddler was saying. And I was able to really get engaged and, and immersed into the storyline. Whereas the first time I, I couldn't, I didn't happen. The dialogue and the background music was all mixed up together, jumbled up, and I couldn't make out what Alfred was saying. <laughs> I couldn't make out what Bruce Wayne was saying. I just couldn't do it. And when Zoe Kravitz came on the screen and she was like playing Batwoman and you know, I, I feel like a scene was different from the first time or first couple of times we watched it versus this last time. The first time it felt corny. The first time it felt like forced. I don't know. And I was hearing all this great stuff about the movie. I'm like, I don't see it. This time we sat down and really gave it a chance. The separation of dialogue and the background music was spot on. I was able to get engaged, pay attention, hear the little nuances in the conversation, which is very important. And then made halfway through the movie and we looked at each other and like, damn, this movie's pretty good. What the hell is wrong with us? <laughs> I don't know. But then we continued. And finish the movie the next day. And the conclusion of it. Is going to baffle you. Um, when you look at it. From the perspective of what you heard me say before. Alright. So. Man. Um, this movie is great. Now. You have to put yourself in a certain mindset. Because this ain't. This Batman movie. Is different from the other Batman movies. Which people have told me before and i'm like ah, i still don't see it i mean i see it but uh, i don't like it 
Alright, so it reminds me of the Batman cartoon series from the 90s. And I had to remind myself how I felt about that cartoon. I watched it religiously, but I wasn't really that engaged all the time. The storylines were great. I had action figures from this show. But I'm like, it doesn't really keep me engaged. And if you compare it against something which is kind of unfair versus like the X-Men cartoon series, which is Marvel, and the Spider-Man series, which is also Marvel, came out all the same channel, just different days. Like, all right, I'm really entertained and I'm, I'm like immersed in all this Marvel stuff. But sometimes this Batman thing is kind of like dry, very methodical, slow moving. But if you look at it holistically, which I don't know where that word came from, <laughs> you you appreciate the, the sequence of of how they do detective work in mix of action. And when the action in the cartoon picked up, boom, boom, you felt it. It was great action. People still go back to the Joker character from that cartoon and put that in their you know, top Joker listings, you know? Now, I felt the same way about this movie. And you have to get in a certain mindset, I think, when you go into watching movies. Maybe that's why people don't like movies when they watch it. And this is why maybe I didn't like it the first couple of times because I wasn't in that mindset. I'm thinking like, man, this is 2022, homie. <laughs> Batman about to go off. I'm getting all this action from this other, this comic book movies. And this is like, right, this is like soon after the whole The Suicide Squad where it was like a, maybe a, a change of what DC was doing. And then at first I was feeling like maybe they took a step back. Maybe they were like Icarus and flew too close to the sun. I don't know. So watch this movie. And I got to say, this Batman movie might be in my top three. Ooh, yeah, I said that. All right, so let me tell you how I felt about the, the movie itself. There wasn't a lot of action. There was a lot of detective work dialogue. Which reminded me a little bit of the Titans series that they had on DC Universe and then it eventually came over to HBO Max after the whole merger and stuff, right? And when the action did pick up, boy, boy, did Batman whip ass. And it was a disservice not to make it to at least a halfway point. Because there was a great storyline mixed up in this with the with the antagonist. You had the Riddler, you had the Penguin, had a, some others, you know, going around and all that. And I must say, I must say, it was a very balanced movie from that perspective. If you have your mind right and you go into it knowing what you're expecting i didn't know what to expect it had mixed emotions like had the all these preconceived notions of what was going to happen it's the dude from twilight 
I was like, how could, how good can this be? But I think he did it justice. He was an emo kid. I say that like he was a kid, but he was a a young adult. I think in his thirties. It was the first couple of years of Batman was becoming Batman. You know, he was trying to learn not to uh, whip ass too hard to kill him. You know, Batman eventually turned into this dude that didn't kill. But hey, uh, he had fist of fury. <laughs> And he was kicking ass, right? Uh, the Batman character was pretty good. Now, the thing I liked about it is they kept him in that Batman costume a good bit of the movie. And I was assuming that they wouldn't know. Like, I don't want to see this dude's face. I don't want to see Edward. That's not his name, but it was from Twilight. I really didn't like the Twilight movies. I gotta say that. I really didn't. <laughs> so, I'm like, watching this and i'm like dang it's pretty good they didn't do any voice enhancements like they did with christian bale and i love the christian bale movies um they didn't do what it looked like to me and i don't know if this is true or not they didn't they didn't feel like they had a lot of cgi they didn't have corny characters and what i must say about the riddler plum crazy Woo, like menacing, like ominous, and and the music that accompanied the score of this movie was, was pretty spot on to the mood of what the scenes need to be. You had some Nirvana in there. You're like, oh man, it puts you in the mood. You had a lot of dark scenes, which is it's Batman, right? You got a lot of dark scenes, and as the movie went on, you saw that things were progressing. To build up to this big, like, climax towards the end, which movies are supposed to do. And then I kept thinking about, this is different from a lot of DC movies from recent history. It felt like they were trying to be more like Marvel and failing miserably, with the exception of one or two movies. Maybe one. (laughs) And... It build up to that whole scene, and if you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert, they flooded the city of Gotham, and at that part, I think they pulled out the CGI then, of course, because hey, whatever. And man, I've never seen Batman in a fight like he was with those Riddler characters. The way that that the, the fight scenes itself, golly, like just going at it. And hey, <laughs> when, the, <laughs> when the penguin was running away from the Batmobile, and this was in the trailer, so this ain't nothing new if you haven't seen the movie, but <laughs> just when he thought he, was, he got away from Batman, boom straight through the explosive cars and just like oh snap the look on Colin Farrell's face and here's the good thing about this I forgot and got lost in the movie and forgot it was Colin Farrell that's a good thing because <laughs> I'm not a Colin Farrell I think it's his face I don't know maybe the eyebrows I don't know like I love Minority Report 
Yeah, don't like his character. And it's not because of his character in it. It's like, uh, phone booth back in the day with Forrest Whitaker. Like, I hate that movie. Mainly because they're in a phone booth for the most of the movie. My bad. I didn't think they were going to do it literal. Alright. So, got lost in the movie. Zoe Kravitz did pretty good as, as Catwoman. She got lost in the story a little bit. That's fine. And it just made me feel like I need to address something. In the midst of my public apology for for like trashing this movie, it reminds me that we need to maybe revisit some movies that we were displeased with. We don't know what mindset we need to be in when we watch a movie. If it requires a particular mindset, like if you go in and watch like something like Fried Green Tomatoes, um, <laughs> you know it's gonna be like, oh, okay, I uh, gotta gotta get my mind right for this. This is not gonna be a happy-go-lucky movie. You look at what I'll, all the Marvel comic movies, like man, even if the movie's like not great, I'm gonna be entertained at least. It might be corny. <laughs> it might not be like that good, like the Thor movies, with the exception of Ragnarok. But at the end of the day, you're entertained. Would you watch it on FX if it just plays during the weekend and you're trying to take a nap? You might. I don't like um, Captain Marvel, but I was entertained. I wouldn't go back and be like, man, I gotta watch Captain Marvel again. Which, hey. Let's table that. I might actually do that. I, look, no, I tried. I tried. No. I feel like that was like Aquaman movie to me. I didn't like Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa. Oh, man. That's that dude. But what I'm saying is it's an injustice maybe to see a movie once and write it off twice. Not make it through the entire movie and write it off. With the exception of one movie in particular, that is that is is perfectly reasonable for you to do that. The last airbender, the M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong movie, that was trash on top of trash on top of a burning heap of trash rolling down the street. Mmm, that was hot garbage. But you gotta give it a chance. I'm glad we gave it a second chance. And I encourage many of you that didn't like whatever movie that you watched to give it a second chance maybe you weren't in the right mindset maybe you went to the movie theater and you were with the wrong person maybe you were like um expecting something that was unreasonable some of us and, and remember look i'm saying all this to say i am a part of this whole dynamic too i'm not a movie critic but movie critics are still human. You have different mindsets you're in. You like you can't switch things on and off just to put you in the right mindset to watch a particular movie. Now, sometimes it's not worth your time and effort to do that. But I would like everyone to at least think about that as I am. I'll, I'll be talking about the Top Gun Maverick movie where I would say 99.9999% of people in the world love that movie. Just watched it. Freaking awesome. 
you should watch it. And then there's that 0.1%. What is that? Well, one thousandth of a percent <laughs> that didn't like it. I ain't gonna call them names. <laughs> but maybe you should try it again. I might have been in that one thousandth of a percent that really didn't like the Batman. Not a lot. There's a lot of people that didn't like the Batman. There's a lot of people. And I think it's because of that whole, like, ah, DC's gonna make, probably gonna make a subpart movie. Look at the history. <laughs> it's very hit or miss. Very. And people are really, really wanting that instant gratification, not the slow burn. When they, when they spend really good money with all this inflation and the high ticket prices of going to see a movie and getting back out in the world after, uh, like, a, about a two-year pandemic, People getting out like entertain me. Did this movie come at a time where it entertained people? I don't think it's entertaining. I don't think this movie is entertaining. I don't. No. I think it is. It's not. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. You have to watch the whole thing to get it. You have to. Even though we made it through halfway through the movie the first couple of times it still didn't get you to where you need to be at like uh, at, like uh, there's a possibility that this may go left the second half of the movie and i may hate the movie and just oh trash it again i was prepared for that too but but lo and behold when the movie finished we still had the same conclusion that wow this is a pretty good movie now said uh, this is in my top three batman movies now man that's a drastic turn of events right all right so let me let me put it in perspective for you it, is this like in order ah it's too hard to say i'm very particular about my batman movies because most of them i feel were not great <laughs> we're going to take a couple of versions of Batman and just throw it on to the wayside real quick. And it's not indicative of how I feel about the actors that played him. It could have ruined both of these people's career, but it didn't. Val Kilmer. I like Val Kilmer. Top Gun, The Saint, and other stuff. Uh, yeah. George Clooney. Hey, everybody likes George Clooney, right? I don't know. You, you got Nespresso in your house? <laughs> I don't know. But those are trashy movies just made to sell toys and merch. I get it. I still hold Michael Keaton as my favorite top three Batmans. The other two, Christian Bale, and specifically with those two actors. Let me go back to Michael Keaton. The first ever Batman movie with him in it, not the second one. No, not Batman Returns. No, no, no. The first one with Jack Nichol Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Way to get a load of me. I love that. That was a great movie. Great movie. Then Christian Bale. And it is you know what movie it is. It's the Dark Knight. Look, Heath Ledger made that movie now 
<laughs> Look, regardless of how you feel about Christian Bale playing Batman, he was a really solid Batman. Really solid Batman. Now, I gotta say, I gotta say, this Batman movie was pretty legit. Now, do I hold... Do I say this is... It, it deserves to be... Um, in terms of the Batman characters and the actors that played him, does it deserve to be the ranking to be in that... In the top three, or is it just the movie itself? Ah, uh, let me see how I feel about that. I'm I'm gonna say it's more of the movie itself. Like Robert Pattinson is not a bad actor. He didn't, to me, have to do much acting in the terms of playing Batman. But I would say, holistically, I use again, from the the protagonist, the antagonist, the, the struggle to get what he thought his ideology was was right, and and to protect Gotham. I thought the movie as a whole should have been in the top three. Now, I might actually put Ben Affleck's Batman above. Robert, I'm sorry, Robert. Hey, you should have did Twilight. Hey, you know how long it took for Ben Affleck to get back in, you know, the 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 cinematic universe's good graces after playing Daredevil. You know, look, he almost ruined the whole damn brand of Daredevil. If it wasn't for that Netflix series, we'd still be trashing on that character. Sorry. But, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that this movie is in the top three. Not particularly the Batman itself. You know? Not, not Robert. Robert? Sorry. Robert? You gotta do another. Maybe, maybe if you do a sequel, I like it. I like you. Uh, you got my respect. I say you got my respect. I say that. The fighting sequences, I don't know if you did your own stunts or not. Hey, neither here nor there. But I'll tell you, I will be watching this again. Not the whole movie. Not the whole movie. No, no, no. Just the fight sequences. It did it for me. It wasn't, look, if you go into this thinking that it's going to be like a Marvel movie, which it shouldn't, because DC, and a little bit more. Here's the thing. All right. Here's the thing. I think people are are on the fence about Batman. Every time they do a different iteration of Batman. When you grew up, you watched the playful Batman, the Adam West Batman on TV and all that pow, pow, ping, pow, bang, all that stuff. It was comical, right? It was fun. And the comics, serious. Balanced, though, you know? When we got to the movies, it was serious. It, it, it was... But it had Jack Nicholson in it. And he added... A bit of humor to it like I don't know if the first Batman with, with Michael Keaton was supposed to be like funny but at times it was the Christian Bale ones weren't funny but hey <laughs> when you got the Joker in the mix <laughs> there's some shenanigans is gonna happen and the first attempt at the Riddler in the movie 
realm, not the show, but the movie, like, uh, Jim Carrey, don't, no, we love Jim Carrey, don't get me wrong, love Jim Carrey, I was like, I hope they never do the Riddler again, they did, hey, they got, I, I think they did pretty well, the dude was freaking insane, Scarecrow, freaking insane, you know what I mean, it was, it was the, the, it was the 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 bigger picture of the the whole movie that made it work for me. Now, as I said, I hope people would take this retraction of my preview statements and give other movies a chance. <laughs> Not the first two Thor movies, though. <laughs> don't waste your time. Ah, that was rough. I don't, I don't ever watch those movies. I like Thor. I like um, Chris Hemsworth. Hey, you do. You good. You good. I, Thor Ragnarok and all the other like early Thor was kind of I don't know if this is going to work for me. <laughs> but when you felt when he started to to really get into his character, it wasn't just I don't know if this is going to work. Let me see. You know, let me get this check. But when it really got him in and you know he was more relaxed and more comfortable and he is able to cut jokes and you know do all this stuff with the other actors maybe i don't know all the other actors in the mix with him on the screen with the avengers made him better made him more relaxed made him a better actor i don't know but it felt like after the second thor ugh, with the elves the one with the elves he he kind of got better as as the character, the character got better. Now we love Thor. We'd like to see Thor. You know, be honest with you. The reason why I watched Thor Ragnarok the first time is wasn't because of Thor. Watch because of the Hulk. Hey. But give this movie a chance. Again, if you didn't like it. And if you give it a chance and you watch the whole thing again and you still don't like it, hit me up. Tell me why. Hey, I'm not going to talk you out of it. I can probably see why. This movie ain't for everybody. I think if you haven't seen the 90s cartoon, you won't get it. It's just because of how theatrics are with comic book movies these days. It kind of felt like this one... This one was like maybe should have been made in the 90s. It felt like it had like that that back in the day feel. It didn't feel modern to me. Nothing about this film felt modern. It felt dated in a good way. Like nostalgic, I should say. Nostalgic is the right word. And if you ain't feeling nostalgic, you ain't gonna feel this movie. <laughs> if you're looking for constant action and, and engaging dialogue, this ain't for you. You might go to sleep. You might go to sleep and it's long. But I understand why it's long. But it ain't for everybody. And it wasn't for me the first couple of times. But, hey, we live and we learn, we retract and we move on. And that's what I'm doing now. This may be the only retraction I will ever do of a statement. I hope. Because I like to try to get things right the first time. But to all those that did not watch this movie or... um, uh trash the movie after hearing me 
talk about it. I apologize to you. That was an injustice and, and you should try to watch it again. And as I said, if you still don't like it, hey, just don't like it. Now, I hope you stay tuned for more of the MathCast. We got some returning guests coming back. The year's closing out. We're going to do some things fast and furious. Not the movie, not the movie, not the movie, not the movie. But we're going to talk about more movies, more TV shows as they come back. See, the last season is back on Apple TV+. Plus. I just talked briefly about Top Gun Maverick. I am trying to get a couple of dope-ass people on to talk about shows and movies as you watch them. And some more tech. So stay tuned to the tech show, the world didn't realize it needed, but damn it, I'm glad you're here. And until next time, y'all stay safe out there. The leaves are falling outside. Autumn is coming. The summer is coming to an end. Now, I need y'all to get out of that flip-flop phase and put some closed-toe shoes on. Because I don't want y'all to be getting all this, like, you know, <laughs> the, the pine cones. Stub your toe on a pine cone. Now you got you got leaves in between your toes. Ew. All that. Hey, till next time, y'all stay blessed. Shout out to Atlanta. Yeah. City that pays me. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named M.A.V. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named M.A.V. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named M.A.V. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named M.A.V. I'm killing the flow. Didn't you know? I'm killing the flow. Didn't you know? Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named